Welcome to the land of magic. Reach out, and our after show will begin. It's the Little Witch Academia After Show on AfterBuzz TV, and it starts right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I've been waiting for this damn show for so flipping long. <laughs> so long. And it's, fi- so long. <laughs> it's finally here. Yay! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a Little Witch Academia After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. Uh, we have most of the anime crew. Yeah. What's up? Um, I'm one of your hosts, and it's Mark B. Donica. You can find me on Twitter at Mark B. Donica. Uh, joining me, uh, Stacey Shuttleworth is going to be my co-host for most of this, and still don't know about the status of our third member. <laughs> but uh, Stacey, tell the folks about yourself before they can find you, etc. Hi, guys. I'm Stacey Shuttleworth. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stacey Shuttleworth. Or all over the web at Nerds Doing Stuff. Megan Salinas is joining us. Hey guys, you can tweet at me at the Mangwin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. And hopefully, depending on the scheduling for the rest, hopefully I'm here for the long haul. That's the thing about the Netflix shows is we try to get them out as fast as possible just so that people can watch them. Uh, So the way that it's going to work is. We're going to do episodes as often as we can. Today we are doing two after shows covering the first four episodes of the show. Um, so this ep- this particular after show is going to cover episodes one and two, starting over in Papiliodia. That's the fastest I've ever said that <laughs> word. <laughs> We're very proud. <laughs> <laughs> well All right. So uh, before getting into episode one proper, uh, what is everybody's histories with the Little Witch Academia franchise, so to speak? <clears throat> Uh, do you want to go? Oh, I can. Uh, it's your fault that I, started, <laughs> that I started with this this little ova, you know, however many years ago, and I've been waiting ever since for a full <laughs> full anime, full on show. <laughs> I put it fully on you. <laughs> it was just something that that came out uh, and. It, it was on free on YouTube, so I watched it, and I watched it, and I watched it, and I downloaded it, and I put it on my PlayStation Three, and I watched it, and I watched it, and I watched it, and I it's just. It's just a wonderful world. It's it just magical. Yeah, but can't <laughs> things just be nice? <laughs> no, no. In a, in an age when like most of the television that we consume is very abusive, like it, uh, most of the shows these days that like pick up a lot of traction are ones that actively seek to hurt you as a person. So it's kind of nice just to have something really genuinely sweet. And nice and not mean spirited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just you wait, though. I don't know. I'm serious, right? right? I, I, <laughs> so I don't know. I would like to think that this is a direct opposite of Attack on Titan. <laughs> while, while we did wait a long yeah. time for more of the franchise, just like Attack on Titan, this it's just nice. Wait, so we're on cute. two separate pages here. <laughs> <laughs> two completely different types of shows. It reminds me a lot of, like, not to, not to like, kind of, Go go too far back, but it reminds me a lot of anime I watched as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like this, it's just maybe I'm making assumptions for for later on down the road. But this seems like something that like would have required no censoring. You know, bringing it over to the states back back in our day when <laughs> when every anime, even if it was for kids, needed to be censored. Every Goku, darn. <laughs> 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 you oh, watch shit. Your mouth, well, I mean, speaking to that, this is literally a magical girl show. It is, but not by definition. It's it's a little bit right. Sailor Moon. It's a little bit Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit. Uh, it's just a little bit of so many fun, and a lot of happy <laughs> Sailor Potter. I like it. Uh, yeah, I I've been I've been waiting a really long time for this show to come out. And when they when Trigger finally announced it, they got through their uh, their Gurren Logans. They got through their Kill the Kills, and we're like, oh no, we're, we're finally doing Little Witch Academia. I was like. Great. And then Netflix was like, hold up. <laughs> Wait <laughs> now. you right there. So, so admittedly, I watched the first episode when it came out in Japan. And then I decided to be a good boy and wait... And I'm really happy that I did. This, the, the, the first and second episode, for, at the very least, um, be, because of the nature of the show, we are watching the show like a regular TV show. And we're just watching the episode one, episode two, and right after this after show, we're going to watch episodes three and four so that we can do a show at seven for episodes three and four. Uh, and we're watching, I watched the first two episodes in Japanese, y'all watched them in English. Yes. Watch we're going to watch three and four in English. I'd switch it up, you know, let's see, mm-hmm. let's see how these characters play uh, across the, the pond. 
around. For what it's worth, I really like the English cast. I, I thought too. they did a great job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to hear about it. But I'm, <laughs> I'm also excited that the all of the cast from the original came back. That right. Yes. So <laughs> similarly to the OVA, we start out in a park for a show for a, a magician named Shiny Chariot. I'm, I'm just going to say Chariot. I'm not going to say Chariot. Um, and we get to see the little Akko, and she's the absolute cutest button. That little oh. girl is just, she's just adorable, and you just see so much childlike wonder in her eyes as this great, you know, as Shining Chariot is this great showman, as we find out later, not necessarily the best witch, but this wonderful showman that inspires this little girl so that she, she it changes the course of her life. Mm-hmm. She's in a variety of magical creatures, uh, destroys a dragon, opens up a portal, and leaves. <laughs> I will say, though, like, I'm what, was thing. that a five-minute show? It was spectacular, <laughs> but it was a five-minute show. <laughs> no, I would, I when you know how to please your audience, <laughs> you know what you need to get leave done. Them, leave them wanting more, I guess? Five minutes done. <laughs> five minutes, ten years. <laughs> Wand drop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, essentially, seemingly. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> so, episode one uh, revolves around Akko just being a force in nature, one of my favorite things that that we get to see from this character is that they leave in the little dorky moments, the little in-betweens that make her so relatable. Just the, the like, doing a little twirl and going, oh yeah, maybe I spun a little bit too <laughs> I spun a little bit too much. <laughs> but it just makes her that, that much more like, ah, oh, yeah, I, I do that. That's yep, me. Been there. <laughs> I just love her, her sense of enthusiasm. Like, She's just so excited to finally begin her her steps to becoming a witch. And just like, I was like, I remember when I was young and optimistic. I don't think I was ever that optimistic. (laughs) She is filled with so much unbridled joy just about everything. It's like, to be that positive in life, I mean, goals. (laughs) And and that gung-ho. Like, seriously, she's, this entire episode showed that despite... You know, maybe not being, maybe not having the highest uh, self-esteem, especially when the other witches are talking about. Yeah, they can't believe they let in a non-witch in in this year. That's terrible. Who are you? That that non-witch. <laughs> That's the person I am. <laughs> but despite that, she's still trying to make new friends, like physically climbing to get up to the portal. Um, but the, getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, we meet Susie. Uh, <laughs> Just, I mean, in the shorts as well as now, just already my favorite character. <laughs> that is stretch. I mean, <laughs> she she's uh, potions, poisons, and just looks like a or, or acts like a stereotypical witch in terms of the the cackling laugh. And may, I, I might be remembering a little bit too much of the OVAs, so excuse me, but they, it all comes together. But, but yeah. she just can't get rid of Akko. Literally to save her life. No. She is not there to make friends. Mm-hmm. She's just like, I'm just here. I want to I wanna make poisons and just generally speaking make p- people miserable. And this really positive girl just won't leave her <laughs> glued and that's it. <laughs> and, and especially Especially, <laughs> especially with how much Akko talks about Shiny Sherrod the entire mm. time. Uh, especially yeah. knowing, we learned in the, in the second episode without getting too too far, that people don't really consider Shiny Sherrod in that high of a regard, especially as high as Akko does. Now, it's so weird finding out like that Shiny Chariot is looked down upon within the, the witch community. Like, that... That's got to be so devastating to her, too, because this is somebody who, again, not only changed her life, but she's idolized for years and years and years. It's kind of like a reverse Gilderoy Lockhart sort of situation. Yeah. Where, like, uh, there's, well, similarly to where a certain sect of the world is like, do the best! And everybody else is like, this person. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> um, do, do we know why? the rest of the witching community looks down on Shiny Chariot. Is it because she's just, generally speaking, not as talented as this initial light show makes us believe? Or is it because they don't like people who are in entertainment or people who use their powers for entertainment? 
I feel like it's more, yeah, because of the flashy nature of the way she goes. Um, kind of that, well, that's not how you're actually supposed to use magic kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, I think especially at the school where it seems like, no, this is much more serious business than running around creating this is an academic science. Mm-hmm. Like, and you're, you're, throwing a, you're throwing a light show, basically. Mm-hmm. I, I can also imagine a person with that type of power who knows, like, we have Akko, who is a huge fan, and just the pure cinnamon bun, but what if we got what if we got somebody that saw this power and went, I want that power to be mine, and use it for the wrong reason? Yeah, we don't really know a whole lot about the relationship between the witching community and the regular world. Maybe Shiny Chariot, like, really overstepped her bounds when she started doing her, her little onstage act. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe. I can see that. I mean, I figure this isn't a 22-minute <laughs> short like the original OVA was. We're uh, going to have a little bit more time to flesh all that out. Sure, right. of course. Um, and so Susie brings her little... Um, hold on. I have the name. I have the name of the bird. Dang it, I forget. Uh, <laughs> I, I took too many notes. Either way, the, her little stuffed bird that she has, uh, alcohol. Uh, her little stuffed alcohol brings it to life. It's like, oh, cool. Pecks right in the eye. The, be- <laughs> the beginning of the magic world seemingly directly reacting to Akko and just her not having the best time. Uh, and turns ropes into snakes, makes her fall off a bridge. Um, <laughs> but when she sees... Uh, a group of witches fly up into the portal and go away. That's when we meet uh, Lotte. Uh, how is it pronounced in the in the uh, English dub? They say it Lotte. Lotte. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, who just delightful. Just a, you, you, uh, everybody is so round, and that just in the design of characters makes them seem that much more appealing and and mm-hmm. that much more. Oh, this is a nice person. Not a lot of sharp edges. Yeah, and, and I think, again, that also um, kind of lends to the youthful nature of the characters, too. Like, making everything very round and very rubbery. It's like, they're, they're young kids, and it's, again, mm. it's just so cute. They have the energy to bounce around. Yeah, to bounce around everywhere, and mm. it's, it's not going like, to leave any lasting damage. <laughs> well. <laughs> Literally, in some cases. Not yet. But uh, give it time. Uh, but I, I love... Uh, Lotte, she's so adorable, and she actually reminds me a lot of like a friend of mine that I had back in elementary school who helped get me into anime. Uh, and she's just the cutest thing. It's yeah. just adorable. Look, I mean, there, <laughs> something that uh, we—I I hope we hear more about—and this is looking way ahead, but isn't necessarily a spoiler. Did anybody watch the outro all the way through at the end of episode two? Uh, I did, yes. but I don't recall seeing anything significant. So they've, there's a, a a shot of the three girls just like passed out, seemingly just sleeping on a summer day, and you see a novel in Lotte's hands, and it's <laughs> it's titled Nightfall, and the font <laughs> itself is it looks like Twilight. It's Twilight. <laughs> Lotte is a Twilight fan. <laughs> And it's just I a, did not know this book. It was, I, I will never forget that font just because of <laughs> what oh it God. did. So what it did to the world. What it did to the world. <laughs> it took away the sw- like we had Twilight Princess, one of the best Legend of Zelda games, and then we got Twilight, which ruined the word Twilight. Oh. So yeah, that, I think we need to take it back. We need to take back the word Twilight. <laughs> Start, Reclaim Twilight. Starts with Little Witch Academia. <laughs> <laughs> this is important, guys. So, this is serious business. Yeah, really random, but I popped real hard for that. And and if you're not sitting through if you're not sitting through the intro, which did anybody notice the skip intro feature? I did. On yeah, they kept trying to do it. <laughs> stop. I, stop. Don't do that. I like that they give you the option, especially for shows with a cold open mm-hmm. before before they go into the actual intro. I like that they give you that option. I do not need it though for this show. It's a great like, opening. It's so cute. Right. I mean and there are some shows you get like six or seven episodes in and you're like, yes. Please just well, especially for especially for marathoning. Yes. Yeah, especially yeah. Mm-hmm. for uh, Netflix binging purposes. But for a lot of anime shows, you don't you don't skip the opening, guys. Uh, yeah, especially as you get further along in the series and you start seeing the <laughs> scenes, you're like, oh, I know, I know, or, I get that now. Or sometimes some shows. I love the shows that are smart enough to hold information in their yes. opening, and then as it goes on, they'll make slight changes mm-hmm. here and there, and then you're like. 
Good on you for not spoiling things. Guys, I'm sorry. I skipped the opening. You monster! <laughs> Steven! No, I, was, no. I, I don't have time for that. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't blame you. I, I just watched the whole first season of, of uh, My Hero Academia, and like five, six episodes in, I started being like, all right, skip. Yeah, I just I've got to get to the show. Well, then clearly especially, the opening's not that good. Well, no, especially <laughs> the the cold open for my hero is a recap of the last mm-hmm. week's episode. Okay, that's so fair. it's just like all right, just a, give me to the episode. Yeah, it's a direct rehash. So yeah. maybe maybe it's just because I I'm a huge Attack on Titan fan. I I refuse. I refuse. Those are to so flipping epic. <laughs> yeah. So that, if if it's the right opening for the right time, I won't skip it. That's mm-hmm. fair. Totally understand. But like I said, I appreciate that they give you the option. Not not needed. It's a nice right feature now. in some not, cases. Yeah. Not for this one. Uh, <laughs> really quickly, I just want a little bit of clarification from the chat. Easement is saying don't skip the ending in episode three. Now, without being specific, are you? Ref- is there a post-credit scene at the end of episode three? Get back to us. I know there's a little bit of a delay. Let us know in in the comments. If you're not watching this live, we do this live, so you can be a part of the conversation in the live chat. Uh, everybody's talking about everybody's talking about how much they don't like Diana. We'll get to her. <laughs> um, <laughs> regardless. Um, um, Lotte uh, allows Akko to get onto her broom, go into the magical highway, and they just start dropping stuff left and right. I, I did Ooh. love that there was that moment where Lotte's like, well, I should go. And then, you know, she's just like, I know I'm going to regret this. Hop on, I'll give you a lift. Her common sense is fighting with, like, the, with the her, urge to be conscience. nice. Like, <laughs> She's like, this is gonna come back to bite me. Bad idea. <laughs> but with with Akko's sad face, just <laughs> like this sad puppy in the rain. You I can't. don't have a broom. <laughs> so her little whining in the English version is probably one of the cutest things. Okay, I gotta go from back and watch it. The entire series. See, like, <laughs> just with my so history, far. I'm I'm excited to go back and watch the show once we once we finish the after mm-hmm. show and watch it all again. And just I love this franchise. Anyway, anyway, so in the magical highway. The the they get a little bit over encumbered. Uh, they drop her shi- her special rare shiny chariot card and ends up knocking into Susie. <laughs> mm, that's a problem. And then when <laughs> when it all goes to crap, they fall off the broom. Akko slam boom right into Susie, and we're all dropped into the forbidden forest. Stop me if you've heard that one before. <laughs> I'm uh, wearing my uh, Harry the forest shit. the oh, forest of from? Arcturus. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to say, talking about shades of Harry Potter, I was like, <laughs> Forbidden Forest already in episode one? It's like, man, we're we jumping the gun out there. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> They're just trying to get Every get out of good the way. magic school has to have a Forbidden Forest. <laughs> I, I love the world building here, though. There's a Forbidden Forest. I, I know we talked about it already, but I love the fact that a transportation system for witches is ley lines. I think that's mm-hmm. such a cool little, like, wonderful little touch um, and talking about like Harry Potter we get the Forbidden Forest and in this episode we also get Mandrakes but a very different different take on very Mandrakes. Different Mandrakes. You don't want to grasp this Mandrake. No. No. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. It will grasp you. <laughs> and then eat you. <laughs> and But I also like how it was just a quick like alright Next thing, run, you're gonna die. Did anybody else think it's really unsettling that, the, like, so many of the branches in the Forbidden Forest are, like, human-shaped? With, like, human-shaped oh, yeah. hands and human-shaped profiles? Oh, we're, we're gonna talk about uh, killer trees in the next episode. Don't you worry. Oh, uh, they they end up surviving uh, just a little bit too much, but they're running. They end up becoming bait for a cockatrice or a cockatrice, however however you pronounce it. Um, Susie uses them as bait so that she can get a feather to make a really killer poison. Priorities. <laughs> she has that. You're gonna make me late for opening ceremonies. It's the least you could do. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta help me out. Just don't. I mean, you want keep it, it busy. You to be a solid and be bait for it. <laughs> I mean, but for her, kind of getting knocked out of the ley line was a good thing, right? Because it just sped up her plan to yeah, get that poison. Yeah, like, she was actually pretty convenient. For she me. was going to go for that anyways. <laughs> I mean, she was reading the book on her way on her way in there. Like, <laughs> hmm, it's forbidden. Like already yeah, formulating I'm her plan. Go off on a limb and assume that like 
being a good student is not Susie's top priority. Oh, she is not there for that. I should <laughs> no, dude, she's very clear. <laughs> she she seems like the type of type of students that's like there to party and will ride the C line all the way through. It's like I'll I'll make it to graduation day, but I'm gonna have some fun while I'm here. <laughs> I'm doing well enough so that yeah. no one's on my back or like telling me I need extra help. But <laughs> I got my expect. own thing going on. Especially with the poison that she uses in the OVA that just totally <laughs> uh, annihilates uh, what was it? Uh, uh, I, uh, it's an ancient Greek beast and I don't remember, but it just annihilated a, a, uh, she is a terrifying person <laughs> in the best possible way. Well, and, and talking about like monsters that we could come across in this world, Giant chicken was not on my list of things that I thought I would see in this anime. I did not think that would be one of the first monsters that would <laughs> pop up. No, I can't say I was expecting but, that. <laughs> but it's it's a great way to show, oh, anything's on the table. Like, <laughs> it's not just dragons. It's not just mythical beings. Well, Giant I mean, chicken, boom, well, go! Well, a cockatrice is a, is a mythical being. <laughs> it's just, again, not one of the ones that you would expect to see first out of, no. out of an anime <laughs> like this. Yeah. No, that was, that was a bold first step. I, it was good. Bold, no, <laughs> bold first step is in the final scene, and we'll talk about that, Professor. Um, <laughs> but uh, Lotte gets hurt in the chase. Akos is like, no, we're going to make it. You and I, I'm not leaving you behind. She starts Leave reciting. No witch behind. No, no witch, left, no witch gets left behind. Uh, starts reciting Shiny Chariot's pledge. Uh, that's the best thing that I can I could uh, her mantra, maybe, mantra mantra maybe maybe, maybe mm-hmm. is a good way to put it and you start seeing a star 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 and out of out of the forest itself springs the shiny rod very Excalibur like right yeah, that's a good pull yeah yeah I didn't anyway um, <laughs> have a moment there. or master okay. sword yeah yeah that's that's a good one too. <laughs> We did it. Um, using the shiny rod uh, ends up escape. All three girls end up escaping from the cockatrice, opening up a portal that lands them right in the middle of the orientation. And while this orientation is happening, we get a good look at the principal. We get a good look at all of the prof. Is that a fish? <laughs> yes, Mark. That was a fish. It was a fish in a bowl in a with witch's. a witch's hat. There's a story there. There has to be a story I, there. I could use a whole like section of an episode dedicated like, to this fish witch's story. Dedicated. I'm here for that. I will <laughs> watch that. What do we know this professor's name? Not yet. Can, can we at least just assume at, it's Professor Blub Blub? <laughs> now it bubbles, is. But that one here. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Blah Blah. Yep. Right down down. Make sure to update the wiki later. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> but we, I mean, we get a, it. It was cool to recognize the various teachers from the OVAs and the, the fact that those designs haven't changed, and this is still the same world that that we've been become familiar with. I'm super excited about Professor Blah Blah. Like, I'd like a day in Professor Blah Blah's class, please. What does Professor Blah Blah teach? That's. The ultimate question. Uh, hopefully we find out... Uh, we have a person by the name of uh, Rob in, in the chat, Rob S., uh, okay. to which mm-hmm. he he submits a profisher. Oh, I like... You know Why? what? It's a pun, but I'll allow it. I'm going to punch you, Robbie. I will not, as, I will not as, allow it. You punch him much, for me. I will do as that. much as it pains me, when you have a fish as your professor, you kind of have to have a pun name. Like, I... As much as it pains me, I will concede <laughs> that in this case it should be permissible. Okay, so uh, let us know what you whether whether you, if you have seen what this professor's name is. Don't spoil, don't spoil it. it. <laughs> but if you have a fun fish pun name for this professor, please leave it in the comments down below or let us know on Twitter. Uh, we're not ready to transition to that yet. Blah, blah. So um, <laughs> I'm gonna cling to that one as we <laughs> as as we're ending the episode. Uh, the everybody, you, you get the immediate uh, idea that these girls are going to be just the biggest troublemakers oh, yes. of the year. Probably much to Lotte, Lotte's uh, chagrin. <laughs> I just wanted to lay low. I just wanted study. to study. <laughs> just wanted to study and make friends. Girl fell in with the wrong crowd. <laughs> I just wanted to help this girl get to school, and now I'm on the watch list. Which, <laughs> which technically, so uh, as as Aka was getting walked to her dorm. 
Uh, she, sa- she says to uh, remember the principal's uh, goodwill because she was admitted thanks to the principal's special consideration. Mm. And that's all we hear about that. Mm-hmm. I really want to know, and I wrote down the professor's name, Principal, principal Holbrook. I really want to know why she allowed, if, if it was specifically Akko, or if it was just, hey, we want to let one non-witch in this year, or mm-hmm. it, I, I'm pretty sure we're going to find out. I think... I mean, what those girls were talking about um, before everybody hopped into the ley line, I feel like that's sort of... Like, this This is a school at this point in time <coughs> that can't afford to be as strict as it has been in the past. Mm-hmm. They, like, I feel like they hit the nail on the head. I feel like the only reason they've let this poor girl in is because financially... I don't know. I assume some witch is embezzling money because I feel like a <laughs> magical academy should not be hard up for cash. But if they're hard up enough to, like, loosen the rules and to widen their administration or admissions department mm-hmm. and everything like that, someone's got to be embezzling money, right? Well, if if you go back and watch the OVA, promise we're not going to reference it that much, but just because of the first episode, one of the assignments that, that they do is essentially a dungeon crawler where they go, they try mm-hmm. to find treasure, a certain amount of treasure, and I don't know if that's, like... Subsidized treasure, or if it's go find treasure and bring it back for the school. <laughs> Essentially, no, it, was a, it was a play to try to get more money for the school. It was it was a fundraiser. A, no, 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 it was an assignment. Nobody keep anything you find. It is school property. Uh, <laughs> and in a in a moment that I don't think anybody was surprised at, the door opens and it's revealed that she is rooming with Lotte and Susie. Hey, Yay! friends! Because we're the three best friends that <laughs> anyone can have. But then the, that How professor... How tried to start that up? <laughs> I'm, I imagine that first night, Susie was just like, shut oh, up! No, no. <laughs> and we'll never, ever, ever leave each other. <laughs> <laughs> they, also, that the, the, through, going throughout the next three years, are these three are going to be subject to especially strict guidance. As a direct <laughs> quote. Oh boy. Oh boy. I wonder what's going to happen. Oh no. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we move on to episode two, I would like to take this opportunity to tell you about iTunes. If you're watching this live, we're probably not on iTunes yet, but uh, make sure to, to look for Little Witch Academia on iTunes as soon as you can. Um, is anybody going to try to look? Or anybody uh, try to go on I'll Twitter? Take a gander. Yeah, I'll see, take a see if we're up yet. Regardless, uh, make sure to head over to iTunes. If you're listening to this on iTunes, leave us a comment, leave us a rating. Uh, it shows the producers here that maybe people want more anime content and maybe that means we can have more anime shows we've been going a little bit more steady with them it seems that we have one season uh uh because we had uh, Yuri on Ice, which led into Attack on Titan, which led into this. So it seems like we're going to have a steady stream, seemingly, uh, of anime, if the interest is there. So please leave us the comments there. Also leave us comments down below if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're watching live, wait for the stream to end, and then leave a comment. That way they stay. Thumbs up if you like us. Uh, or if you don't, why not? <laughs> and most importantly, because this is a brand new show, share it with your friends. If, if you want to if you have some friends that are also watching Little Witch Academia, share the video, share the podcast with your friends, grow the family. We love having you in this. Now let's move on to Papiodia. Yay! Pap- Papiliodia. That's a, that's it. I <laughs> Papiliodia. Yeah, I went. I went to uh, <laughs> Southern California. Papiodia. Um, <laughs> it's Leviosa. <laughs> so. <laughs> Akko is just stoked about everything. It's the first day of school. I got the sh- I got the uh, the shiny rod, and and also name che- name checks alcohol, which we get a we which we got a name check in the last episode from uh, mysterious witch that we don't know too much about. Was it Professor Ursula? Is it was Professor her? Ursula, which mm-hmm. we found out in the next what? scene. Big teachers meeting. She's <laughs> passing out. Which uh, she also, you know, showed up and basically came to their rescue. How does she happen to know what the magic words are for Shiny Chariot's magic wand? They're not bearing that lead at all. (laughs) Oh, it's... At all. No. (laughs) Like, showing... Like, it's the the same damn bird. Don't... You're not pulling pulling the wool over (laughs) her eyes. They're really not even trying. I mean, they can't be trying, <laughs> right? Like, like the OV is not supposed to be a surprise. They, they can't. They can't really wink much harder than than they're currently winking, can they? Got both eyes closed. Just like. 
<laughs> I mean, you can't see her eyes. Maybe she's just walking around I guess clothes how, all the time. How long are we waiting for the official reveal, then? That, that's what I'm wondering. In mm-hmm. the in the ending of the episode, there, it's just a, a whole bunch of little fun little scenes. But there's one of, and, and it's sort of alluded to in this episode as well, of uh, our three main girls and Professor Ursula out just like on a trip. Just like mm-hmm. out on a field trip, sightseeing, whatever. Um and <laughs> I, I, well, since we're already talking about it, uh, Ursula, we find out, is taking it upon herself to personally teach Akko and catch her up to the magic basics. Mm-hmm. Which I think, thank goodness, she needs a teacher. Who cares? She does. <laughs> I, I, and I don't blame her. And, I mean, if unless they, they are going to try to pull the rug out from under us uh, with, like, some sort of surprise twist as to her identity, I feel like, again, if Shiny Chariot is looked down upon as much as she actually is in the witching community, I feel mm-hmm. like Ursula probably sees a lot of herself in Akko. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, I mean, <laughs> Ursula is very sheepish, very shy, trips over every little goblin that walks in her I way. They're basically the same person with how clumsy they both are. Uh, does any <laughs> does anybody think we're like even more than just a oh hey by the way I'm your idol? Hopefully we don't get like a family reveal. Honestly, I don't think she'll if again again uh, unless they're gonna pull some sort of weird trick. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like she's going to reveal that she's Shiny Chariot at any time soon mm-hmm. because she's mm-hmm. been in hiding for 10 years. I feel like she's going to do her best to teach Akko, but unless she has to, I don't think she's going to be like, yes, it was me, Shiny Chariot, <laughs> all along. I agree. I think it's it's either going to have to be some really big event that's going to force her to kind of come out yeah. as Shiny Chariot or, I mean... I guess Akko can kind of put the pieces together yeah. after a while, and if she directly confronts her, then, you know, maybe she'll fess up to it, but other than but, that... Yeah, she, uh, she's she been hiding for, for a good long while, mm. and I don't... Again, it, it just thinking about, like, the, the amount... If she really... And she went into hiding clearly for a reason. I don't mm-hmm. feel like she's going to jump at the first opportunity to be like, yes, somebody, a fan! Like, <laughs> it's me! <laughs> herself then she'll like immediately like be like I'm shiny chariot and then like run and, and it's gonna be like sort of like a Clark Kent sort of situation where all of a sudden Ursula's gonna run back in and be like oh hey everybody what did I miss <laughs> like oh her, was shiny chariot just here her oh that's hair, so like crazy <laughs> why did you dye your hair red <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> Um, because that one of the the mysteries of the or of the original two OVAs, it was kept a lot closer to the. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as like they they, they name checked all the, like the bird in as the toy as uh, in the first opening scene at the magic show, and then mm-hmm. Ursula name checked the bird. And with the magic world, it's it's not what unless Alcol's like the Steve. <laughs> Or, or like, or like the Jenny, like, or like it's like it's not like a common name in the magic community, is it? Like, I, I don't know. Way too obvious. I suppose it could be, but yeah, they they made it way too no. obvious for us to to figure that out. And now I hope it's just not too long before we get some mm-hmm. sort of a. But at the same time, she also sees how how defensive Akko is of her past, mm-hmm. and maybe telling somebody who in the first episode spent almost every waking minute talking about Shiny Chariot isn't the be- like not the best person to tell first Probably not. <laughs> yeah, no. oh my god it's you like well, screaming running and through it, the halls like <laughs> and if bad. she really does want to help Akko you know she probably doesn't want her to idolize her as much. Mm-hmm. She's like, here, I'm going to teach you the magic that is considered acceptable so that you can be accepted by your classmates. Mm. Yeah, it's rough. Uh, it is also in this episode <laughs> where we meet Diana Cavendish. Seemingly, oh Lum is perfect. She knows every spell, corrects a teacher, and is like, oh, thank you, thank you, you blessing from the heavens for correcting my lesson plan. <sighs> <laughs> as as Montserrat and I put it earlier in the chat, Diane, uh... <laughs> That one all allowed. 
yeah. Now, right. knowing a little bit more about Diana from the OVAs, I have an open mind about her, and I'm excited to see what this incarnation of the well, how far this incarnation of the character goes. Honestly, the the most annoying thing about her is her is her cohorts. Like by yes. the end of the episode, we see that she's not all bad. You know, she's not going to try to take credit for something that she didn't do and something that she genuinely feels bad about because she made the wrong call about. Um, <laughs> but it's her her cohorts and her teachers who are like, oh, you, you're just being modest. Yeah. Well, and yeah, that's kind of the direction I'm coming from. It sets up this world in which it's everyone around her that is shaping how she acts and the kind of person that she is. We already know that she's from a very influential family, Mm -hmm. you know, an old witch family, essentially. Yeah, how much of this is, like, expectations that have already been set for her and her just trying to meet those expectations Mm -hmm. as best she can. Yeah, that kind of working extra and going overboard. Yeah, it's like that self-fulfilling prophecy mm -hmm. sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And with this, we get... Akko's first day of classes. We've got uh, <laughs> Why language. Why is magic so boring? <laughs> so, like the first, the f- yeah, the the first shot in the OVA is her asleep in class. <laughs> like coming from the flashback of the magic show, it opens and she's. A- so it it takes her at least it takes her to the third class to do so. But um, oh, actually, really quickly, speaking of of Diana's two friends, those were two of the witches. In the first episode, we were talking about uh, a non witch. <laughs> Can you believe it? Racist. No. Seriously. <laughs> and we'll get to more on that later, probably. Um, but we got so. language and script class, potions class with a like classic OG witch. Susie's just loving it. Just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. this like, is I my love class. about that class. She's going to be ace that's, in that class. That's the one. Let's, that's her like ace class and the rest are just She's like, what? whatever. I'll, I'll like see average for the rest of them. I don't really care. But this one, this is where I'm at. What's happening? <laughs> that, Can I apprentice under you? <laughs> and it's going to be that teacher that tells all the other, like, people are going to be in complaining like, that Susie is a terror. She just, she's like using potions all throughout the kids. And I was going to be like, what? She's, Little Sue? She's a wonder to have she's in class. She's my top she's pupil. She's my top student. I was making her my TA. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get her an apprenticeship after this. She's She's got a, a future ahead of her, I'll tell you what. And they're all like, you know what? You're crazy, we but we're not going to correct you. We know better than to correct you. And we also right. see what I, what I hope is only the beginning. Wait, no. No, it's not. P.W. Gregory in chat is saying that the the two friends are named Hannah and Barbara. <laughs> I think I knew that. Yeah, that's right. They are. I knew. Yeah, Hannah. That's is one of them. Amazing. <laughs> and as to the cartoony nature of every. Uh, Ooh, I trigger. Love, I love anime that is inspired by Western cartoons, mm. and then vice versa. It's it's so interesting seeing how art. You know, one form of art influences another, and that's just a wonderful little touch. That's so dumb. I love it. Excellent. Excellent. And I hope they solve a mystery with a ghost. Not a ghost. But then we see what I hope is only the first of many times where Susie takes the opportunity to test out some of her potions on Akko and turns her little sprout into a sprout. Why did no one point that out to her? Because everyone she's the new girl. Just, oh, everyone just let her wander around with a plant growing out of her head. No one even like did a double take. Like they thought it was odd. It was just like, oh, there she goes. Yep. Like <laughs> that's like somebody walking around with a giant kick me sign on their back, and everybody's like, nobody say anything. This is fantastic. <laughs> 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 Apparently, the other girl in episode one is Avery. Maybe a like reference Tex to Tex Avery. Avery. Oh my gosh! gosh. Why is it. this show so adorable? <laughs> show is amazing. Thank you, Eastman, again. Um, all right. So uh, the main the main crux of this episode is that there is the Jennifer Memorial Tree. Odd name, but it, <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a big uh, tr- it's uh, Luna Nova's Tree of Life. It's it's one of the main sort of magical areas that this that all the students can get magic from. But there's some it's it's dying seemingly. It's it's reaching the end of its life. Um, and Ursula is brought in with uh, the other professor that we've been seeing who hasn't been name checked yet, as well as Principal Holbrook. It's like we need we need to fix this. There's a big issue. And while Ursula's going to figure out figure it out, 
Diana, in her infinite wisdom, was like, I'm going to use my familial magic and I'm going to fix everything. Without consulting any of my professors for supervision or <laughs> Any guidance. of my professors? Yeah. What can go wrong? <laughs> That's the problem. They didn't, they didn't talk to the right professor. They didn't talk to Professor Blah Blah. <laughs> nope. Um, but you, so as she's using this magic, it goes up and we see a face on the tree like we did in the forest. And I went, all right, this reminds me of the forest, the, the ones in that. There's a face. This can't be good. Trees with faces are never, well, except from Grandmother Willow. But aside from that, trees with faces are never a good idea. There's an exception to every rule. There's the exception. We've already found it. We're good. Sweet Grandma. Um, and while, like, uh, she, quote, fixes it, and already Hannah and Barbara, it's going to get better every single time, run off and <laughs> like, we're going to tell the teachers that you did such a great job. And she's just like, well, whatever, wait. And then just while the girls outside are playing uh, a card game that Akko has collected all the cards, it's based on Shiny Sherry's show. Uh, <laughs> so cute. Did so anybody cute. else... Like instantly when it's like, oh yeah, these are all the things, and she was reciting the spell, like the the stuff on the cards. Did anybody instantly go, oh she's our that's she's learning magic? That's how she's going yeah. to learn magic. <clears throat> It'll yeah. be the connection. Yeah, yeah. You just have to connect her fandom to her actual <laughs> studies, and she will excel. It does wonders. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> it's it, but it, there's it's also like there's no version of kids don't try this at home please <laughs> but but it's those it's that memorization that fandom that allows Akko to realize that it's the papiliodia and it's these magic butterflies that only it, it's so many years until they actually uh, come out of their cocoons yeah mm-hmm. something along those lines. and it's a very rare event and using the magic of the shiny rod ends up unlocking all of these magical butterflies and it creates a beautiful a beautiful scene and the look on Diana's face when she sees one not only previously thinking the shiny rod was just a toy but then seeing it actually work she had a look on her face of like oh my god this is real she's a fan she is 100% a shiny okay. a shiny chariot fan <laughs> and and that's not that's not me going off of any previous thing this is in episode 2 it's just like Oh my god! Because she she name checked because she name checked the spell as well. She mm-hmm. went, no, this is that's the spell. She knew it. She knew it right off the top of her head. Well, here's here's the thing: is like, um, this is one of those things where it's like you were a closet chariot fan, <laughs> weren't you? Like she probably really <laughs> loved it, and mm-hmm. it was discouraged by her very prestigious family. Absolutely, that's one of those things you can't like. Yeah, I mean, so, but, so she just kept it to herself and harbored a deep love. Well, I think mm-hmm. coming to it as, and, and again, we know we're just presuming a lot of stuff about Diana. <laughs> we, we, don't, we just know that she comes from a very prestigious magical family. It seems like in, it's common with characters like that where it's it's hammered home, and for whatever subject it is, this is your life. This yeah. isn't fun. You succeed. Yes. This, you you have to get mm-hmm. all of this right. You need to be good at this. That's what needs to happen. End of story. And then to get somebody else in the magic world, like Shiny Chariot, to be this, like, oh, it's something that can be beautiful. Mm-hmm. So it seems like that type of a character is, is perfect for a character like this, to be like, oh, I, my escape. Well, and and not to mention a character like Akko as well, uh, like to to be there to be the type of person to be like, well, yeah, it's important to get magic right, but it's also important to have friends and to have fun. And Diana doesn't seem to be the type of person who does a whole lot of things for fun. Mm-hmm. So having Akko in her life is going to be very interesting. To yeah. say the least. <laughs> I feel like Akko's going to make everyone's lives interesting. Just by being in the same room. As like, I feel like in a lot of cases, she doesn't even have to directly interact with someone. Just, no. I mean, to just, change things Just being a presence in this school, everyone is like, life will never be the same. <laughs> they all know it. Well, no, especially the moment where they explode into the orientation room, just like, what is happening? This year, <laughs> this is not a normal school year. <laughs> um, so let the the, the episode ends with uh, Ursula as she's reading up on that particular pupae, seeing them all flying around, and it's a beautiful idyllic scene. It's going mm-hmm. around the tower with the Sorcerer's Stone in it. Sorry, we haven't been name checked that yet, but it's the Sorcerer's Stone anyway. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Diana walking away from taking credit for everything looks up, and her hair's like, "Hey, Diana, hi!" <laughs> 
We're friends well, now! And not to mention that the sight of these butterflies is supposed to fill everyone with hope. And they fly over the entire school so everyone can see. It's like, mm-hmm. aww. Huh. Aww. It was a very sweet, like, warm <laughs> moment. But it's, it's also, I hope it's, in the first episode we got two monstrous creatures. And this one is just a nice tree. <laughs> it's just some beautiful butterflies just to bring hope. Well, it's nice. <laughs> and it's, it was so interesting, too, because Diana initially thought, like, okay, yeah, I fixed it. And then thought, oh, shoot, parasites and started attacking mm. them. Had she not done that, like, in a way, she really did fix things. It was just when she started attacking the butterflies mm-hmm. that it was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, stop. she accelerated the the pupae getting, mm-hmm. like, being released. Exactly. Or right. waking up. Right. So <laughs> she had just waited. Like, she would have been right. Yeah. All right, let's move into, uh, before we do news, we're going to do very quick predictions. <laughs> and now... I'm not, I'll let it I say was going to say, I'm hearing it in stereo. <laughs> I'm a stereo. Um, so does anybody have any big predictions for the series coming up, or anything small that will happen within the next few episodes? I feel like Harry, Ron, and Hermione are going to have lots of adventure. No, um, I, I do... I do worry, like, as much as I love, like, the fun, bubbly atmosphere, because so much of TV is abusive, I do worry about this undercurrent of, like, a potential menace, like, being, like, somewhere (laughs) further on down the line. Uh, Maybe it's too early to make that call, but I feel like they've already set up a couple things that aren't quite right with the school Mm -hmm. in terms of its finances, Mm -hmm. in terms of discrimination against non-witches. So it's like, I feel like they're setting up some pieces that maybe we'll get to explore a little later on. Yeah, and I also think, because in a show like this, kind of in that school setting, you could have where most of the plots revolve around a typical rivalry, wherein Akko and Anna would kind of be the rivals. But I think they've already kind of twisted that a little bit so mm-hmm. that she's not necessarily going to be a big rival mm-hmm. in yeah. every episode. So I think that does set the stage for something worse to <laughs> sweep in yeah. and become a bigger threat. And and let's be real, most Magical Academy shows rarely end up finishing as Magical Academy shows. Uh, case in point, Ruby. Like, you know. Well, that was the plan the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <was>, yeah. <laughs> Ruby after show. <laughs> Well, uh, like, also, I mean, tons of school, like, tons of shows that, like, take place in high school or a magical high school, by the time we get to the end, like, end game, it's not about school anymore. Mm. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm just throwing that out there. It's it's to show you the possibilities of what these characters can do, and then allowing them to, to reach a completely different height. Yes. Mm-hmm. Again, watch My Hero Academia. Anyway, um, <laughs> really quickly, Reckless Corazone, in, which is an awesome name, uh, in the chat says, Fun little fact, all of the characters are from different parts of the world. Akko is from Japan, Lotte is from Finland, Susie is from the Philippines, Diana is from Britain, and Ursula is from France. I can totally see that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and for for me, I, I, I don't know when she'll officially <laughs> reveal when Ursula will officially reveal herself as Shiny Chariot, but hopefully at the very latest, hopefully by episode thirteen. Yeah, at mm-hmm. the very very latest. Um, it, for those of you who've seen the Enchanted Parade, I'm excited to meet that crew. We get them, we see them in the orientation scene as well as in the credits. So I hope that we get to see the, the, those students as well. Um, when do you think Diana's going to reveal herself as a shiny Sherry fan? Uh, give it a couple more episodes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like they yeah. they need a few more episodes to bond. Um, or a few more episodes to establish herself as, like, this no-nonsense type of character. That way, when it is revealed, it's either, like, this wonderful bonding moment between the two of them, or it's hilarious. Like, she right. didn't want it to be revealed. <coughs> you, like, she's got a <coughs> secret poster in her, yeah, exactly. in her dorm. That <laughs> Hannah and Barbara reveal. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm calling it now. I think she's got the card that Akko's missing. Oh, and like as a sign of friendship, it's like here, take this card. Oh. Yeah, like that could be part I, of the like, reveal. I like found it. Don't even like. It's not like yeah, I had one. Had it, right? <laughs> for, for, for the card that Akko's missing, I feel like once Ursula does reveal herself, and, and it's like, here, come into my office, whatever, and just opens up, and it's just full of that card. It's like, these were super rare. I got hundreds of them. They're just around. <laughs> you can You're take two. Why they're super rare? 
<laughs> she took all of them. <laughs> she <laughs> released like a couple out into the world. The rest of mine. Uh, let us know uh, your predictions down below. Even though if you're watching this, you're probably watching the whole show as as it pertains. Uh, last one little quick bit of AfterBuzz TV news. AfterBuzz TV news. So we got a little. Miss that auto tune. Uh, so a little new. bit for this episode, and we're going to have a little bit next episode at Anime Expo this weekend. Studio Trigger announced three new shows Ooh. that are going to be coming out in 2017. Uh, first one on the left, it's going to be a uh, a partnership between A1 Pictures, the, the company behind Fairy Tale, Seven Deadly Sins, Ace Attorney, many more. They're partnering with Trigger on uh, a show called Darling in the Franks. Huh. It's interesting. That, like, mm-hmm. there's no image for it whatsoever, other than just the two company just the logos. Just that they're they're part. <coughs> interesting. Then also, we're going to be getting Promare, which is uh, going to be. It is described as Gurren Lagann cross kill the kill. What? Have no idea what the giant hair robots and <laughs> rainbow people. It it's going to be crazy. Oh, that's going to be all sorts of insane. Super oh, yeah. in. And then the Down last thing uh, on on the end there with uh, Tsuburaya Productions, the creators of Ultraman. Uh, they're going to be co-producing Denko Chojin Gridman, which is a giant hero series. Uh, in 2015, Trigger did a short based on Gridman, which actually, if if any of you watched the show, it was called Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, which was one of the many Deke redubbed shows back in the day, like Beetleborgs, like a Super Sentai. This, that's Gridman was what that show was based off of. <laughs> so it's going to be an animated show cool. coming in 2017. Uh, it's going to be a new series, completely unrelated to the live action one. So it might it'll be the same character seemingly, but with new stories. My inner Sentai fan is just so excited <laughs> at this news. Yeah, I'm I'm nice. super down. I'm mm-hmm. I'm super into it. That's all that we have for news today. We've got a little bit more in our second show, which is going to be at seven o'clock tonight. But until then, please. Come back at 7 o'clock. We're going to be talking about episodes 3 and 4 right here on After Buzz TV. But before we go, Stacey Shuttleworth, where can the folks find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stacey Shuttles or all across the web at Nerds Doing Stuff. Megan Sings? Hey guys, you can tweet at me at the Mengwin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. I am also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz, and I write articles for the movie chick. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out. And I'm the internet's Mark B. Donica. You can find me on Twitter at Mark B. Donica. I host a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz TV, as well as Popcorn Talk. Tonight on Popcorn Talk at 6 p.m., we are debuting Inventory Full. It is our gamer culture show uh, that Stacy's a part of, I am a part of, uh, friend of the show, Patrick uh, Patrick Dees. I almost said a completely different person. Patrick Dees <laughs> is a part of, and we're adding a new host to our roster, Nate Miller, who is, is, is a very cool guy. Make sure to join us at 6 for Inventory Full, Inventory Full on Popcorn Talk, 7 o'clock for episodes 3 and 4 of Little Witch Academia. Thank you so much for watching this episode of Little Witch Academia After Show. We will see you next time. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After Shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Papilio Dia! <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.